2: Today's episode is sponsored by Hydar Tools Universal Socket Wrench. The Universal Gator Socket, which is multifunctional, a hand tool set, a repair kit, screwdriver, wrench adapter, multi-tube, car hand tool, which is a perfect gift for dad, maybe a brother, maybe a cousin, or maybe just a friend. will not you go ahead and head over to Amazon right now and purchase it and leave a review afterwards and tell them that the Transform You Live show sends you right over. Hello, my people, my people. Welcome back to another awesome and amazing show. This is the Transform You Live show, the Mm -hmm. only show where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of hope, optimism, and faith. So I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Of course, you know that. But today we're going to be bringing on someone who is definitely... Uh, making real trending moves in the community and just inspiring many uh, around the world in our global community. So I am very just honored to have this guest. And who am I talking about? I'm talking about Lakita Caldwell. She's the Arts Director for Arts Education for Boys and Girls Club for Greater Milwaukee, uh, right here in my hometown, of course. Uh, she has moved up the ranks from a program to manage manager to club manager to senior program manager so she's definitely been you know been successful on a successful track and on successful journey she strongly believes that youth should have a voice and under her leadership she has enhanced and empowering youth of the year program uh, other various programs that focus on social issues like social sexual violence and helping youth cope with trauma Uh, but, but more recently she just released a book I'm not your superwoman, and she doesn't speak it. She has spoke on the TEDx platform, uh, so she is definitely one of a many and one of not limited to just uh, going down a tunnel. So <laughs> I'm just going to bring on Lakita Caldwell. So, uh, Lakita, how are you doing today? I am doing
1: wonderful today. The sun is out. So uh, I love the sunshine and have my windows and the door open right now. So it's just wonderful to be able to get some sunshine and be on your amazing show. Really grateful for that.
2: It's, it's, it's truly definitely a pleasure. And I, I just thank you once again. Uh, so, so tell us all about your transformation journey from where you started to where you are now. You, you definitely are inspiring individuals to walk in their purpose. But tell us all much, a little bit more about you.
1: So uh, you did my full-time job. I do work for the Boys and Girls Club, but I also have my own uh, LLC. And I have a nonprofit as well. And my passion um, started, I'm from originally from Paducah, Kentucky. I'm really proud of where I'm from. I grew up on a tobacco farm. And the land that I grew up on, my grandparents owned it. And so all of the great, grandchildren and the grandchildren own that land. And so I have to start where I grew up and I grew up working really hard and working on a farm. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not what I want to do. I have an appreciation of the land, but I always dreamed I would lay on my grandma's hammock and I would just dream of living in New York City, performing on large stages. And when I was little, I wanted to be famous. But that trend um, in college, I took a drama therapy program, and it changed from being famous to making change and being able to impact the community and the youth through what I'm very passionate about, which is the arts and storytelling and being able to sit at my grandmother's feet and Hear how she would talk about walking to school and wringing chickens' necks and just to see her transformation from living in a in a space where she wasn't allowed to drink at Certain water fountains and visit certain areas to see how she was able to own her own land was remarkable to me. And watching my dad and my uncles work the farm was just amazing to me and I knew the power of hard work and community and love. And, and that for me is really my inspiration. Uh, my, my family and my mentors who saw something in me that I didn't always see in myself.
2: That is truly remarkable. And I, I can't applaud you uh, so much enough uh, for all of your, your, your strenuous hard work. Uh, you know, sometimes people you know don't understand that you know uh where we come from and you know and seeing you know such laborious work can can still inspire us to you know transcend and bring all of that all of those values of hard work into you know uh you know some soft skills on that you know we can you know really you know make a powerful impact so um why is it that, you know, sometimes when people see us in, you know, careers that, you know, may seem like, you know, you're not really getting your hands dirty, you know, that, you know, they may, they may, they may judge the cover, you know, a little bit. And, you know, how, how, how do you, you know, speak to that and encourage the youth to, you know, in that aspect?
1: Well, I think because. I grew up getting my hands dirty and working at a working the farm at a very young age. It makes you very humble. (laughs) So I, I think it's important that you do have an opportunity maybe to volunteer in an area that's different than where you are. And it really makes you humble and appreciate where you are in life. And so for me, Every opportunity that I've had, I've been very just gracious for it because I know where I started. And I think teaching that, I'm grateful for my parents who taught me that at a very young age that you work for what you want and you don't give up on what you want. And so I think we have to go back to some old school ways of instilling that in the young people that we work for. I had a very strong village Uh, My mom went to the same high school that I graduated from. So there were a lot of people who knew my mother. Paducah is not a huge city like Milwaukee. So they knew my family. Mm -hmm. And so they had an expectation for me. And I think that's really important that we have expectations for our young people. I'm fortunate, my full-time job, to be able to work for an organization that uh, provides opportunities for young people. But to be able to, for me, I'm very community-minded. And that village concept uh, has stayed with me throughout my career, no matter what city i move was fortunate to move to Milwaukee in 2001 from New York. And so I've been able to work in various communities and learn a lot. Growing from a country tobacco farm to a major city like New York was very life-changing for me.
2: Yeah. And that's a huge jump. You know, New York is very dense. uh, And, you know, to come from such small, you know, humble roots uh, to, you know, to, jump, make that huge jump. You know, that's got to be a transition. Uh, and then Milwaukee's kind of like, kind of sits right in the middle of um, density, you know, and um, not so density because, you know, you can definitely find some spaces where you can hide out for a little bit and, and get <laughs> get some respite. <laughs> so, you know, so, so as, I, as I was hearing you, you know, I, I really hear, you know, some, you know, I hear a lot of vibes of, you know, uh, the, the importance of, uh you know, just just instilling you know that that village mindset and you know crawling crawling around the, the children and you know and and getting them to also take on uh, uh, that 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 we are all you know uh, in this together and that we all should work together uh, to you know um, support one another uh, and, and if one falls you know pick the other one up uh, you know and um being a being an arts director you know um you have to you know you have to teach them to express express things differently so is there a way that we can you know inspire others to do this you know you know you know without you know coming off you know you know i think sometimes we make the mistake you know with when we have to you know um um Uh, You know, you know, uh, try to convert people from our old ways, you know, to the new ways. Because sometimes the two don't mix. Sometimes, but but there's still that 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 universal way of through art that that really uh, gets the message across. So, tell us about about that.
1: I think one of the things that you were just saying in converting people, so. I work with young people outside of my job. Um, I do it at my church. I do it um, for other youth serving organizations. Um, I've been doing it as I was sharing at a very young age, volunteering when I was in high school to reach back to the elementary. And I, I truly believe it's not necessarily converting them, it's loving them. And when someone knows that you love them, then they're willing to listen to what you have to say. I think a lot of times we try to change people and we don't, we don't understand where they're coming from. We haven't taken the time to really get to know who they are and we're trying to get them to do our agenda. And of course, they're not going to follow us or listen to us or respect us. We haven't even taken the time to, what's your favorite color? I know that's super simple. Or would you like to watch on television? I think that's very important. So I really spend a lot of time with the workshops that I do, with the pieces that I write. I really get to know the client that I have. And I just, what is it? What is, your, what is it that you're looking for? Uh, where would you like for this to go? Uh, what do you like? Uh, what do you not like? What do you feel like people don't hear when they're speaking to you? And then I, I share, I'm very passionate about the arts. Um, I'm passionate about story. I'm passionate about community. And then I feel like we can walk down the same path together because we've had a chance to know where we both stand.
2: Yes, you you really hit it right on the nail, you know, and you really dropped, you know, some some invaluable information right there. And you helped me untangle the thought process (laughs) because, you know, so that, you know, and I think the audience really appreciate that, you know, because that's that's exactly what it is. And, you know, uh, you know, that that shows shows great leadership on your part, too, as well. Um, uh, Speaking of which, uh, what what would you say? You know, you know, um, out of the, the 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 speech that the talk that you delivered uh, on on the TEDx talk uh, were were some of the key elements uh, that you know you, you were trying to trying to offer up uh, that you know is really it really, really speaks to you know what's happening now.
1: I would say that personal that was a very personal piece for me. It was very yes. God-led. Um, it was literally a year to the day that my brother had um, um, died by suicide. And yeah. uh, a lot of people of color, um, they, they don't really understand mental illness. Yeah. And Even though I went to school, I studied a year of the drama therapy program at New York University. I still, because he was my brother, I I still didn't quite understand some of his behaviors even though I I was very educated in it. It's different when you're in it. And I think the lesson that I learned from it was to be compassionate and to really um walk in attempt to walk in the shoes of someone. And so for me that whole process was very much so the way in which I understood and had to heal through it so it was the first time when I started writing having one of my mentors tell me hey we need for you to put this into a one-woman show and I was like oh, I don't think so so it became a one-woman show that I couldn't put in my body first, so she Mm -hmm. actually got up and shared the story, then to submit it for a TEDx, which I was like, oh, I'm not going to get chosen. And I was chosen. And to go through the process of rehearsing with my cohort to put the actual words in my body. And um, there were some days that I couldn't root myself like an oak tree. I just could go through the words because I couldn't act this out. I had the skills to act it, but in order for people to really take the journey with me, I had to relive it. I had to root myself in it. And that was a therapeutic process for me. Art um, is more than just acting and painting. For me, art, you can have social change through art. Art is a way to process and to heal and to release um, different types of emotions that you have inside of you. I... I love it.
0: Voice of a winner.
1: Bit for that. Not. I've. I've been. Um. I've acted before, and I've been in. I've had some extra work, but for me, I'm the most passionate about using art to heal and to bring voice to issues that some people may shy away from.
2: Absolutely. You know. Um, wow. You, you covered so much right there, and and just that that big big of you know conversation, and. You know especially with you know the importance of you know compassion and being able to you know put yourself in someone else's shoes you know and and you know and it just it just really you know makes me just think about you know so many out there who is dealing with uh mental illness right now during this uh 19 you know epidemic uh that we are you know all experiencing uh and how uh you know how you know they are coping uh, with um you know this this whole uh quarantine uh, that you know and and not having the the usual access to group therapies and you know and and even the art therapies you know um there were some art therapy groups um that you know are now kind of closed up now um human human uh, characteristics here that you know that is just so important and so you you're acting you your brief acting. That has definitely, you know, um shaped who you are uh, as well. And um and do you bring any of what you have, you know, experienced in, in that little piece of just your journey uh in, in this new book and um uh, and you can begin to share a little bit about this new book as well.
1: So uh last so yes. Last year, I partnered with Mental Health of America, and I started to research uh, and have a conversation around the superwoman syndrome, and especially how it impacts women of color. And Mm -hmm. so last summer, I interviewed over 75 women who were in leadership positions, and asked them a serious question series of questions around what does it mean to be a superwoman what would happen if you weren't strong from that I wrote this 30-minute piece that I was to perform in May but due to COVID we're having to change some things around and all of my it's my journal that just was released yesterday is really just 30 days of really taking a deep dive in because the one thing COVID has done you have a lot of time to think Right, uh, you have a lot of time to process some of the things that may be weighing you down, and so really, it's a journal. I was very transparent about uh, a time that I just needed to have peace. Uh, Malcolm X, said, by any means necessary, I needed peace by any means necessary. Oh yes. And so I write these little sayings beautiful one um and whatever i can't i only write what i live first so normally they uh resonate with me for something that happened within the day and then um i put them together in a journal called um i'm not your superwoman 30 day journey to peace and it's really an opportunity we always say how busy we are and we don't take time until we burn out A lot of times we're juggling eight balls in the air and expecting one of them not to drop. And that really affects us. Eventually, the weight that we carry mentally and spiritually impacts our physical being. Mm -hmm. And a lot of sickness comes because we're wore out, we're burnt out. And it takes, I remember I told someone that it took me going on vacation, but normally on vacation, my first two days, I'm sick is because my body is like, you can't run a car on gas. My car, body eventually gives out. And so I this whole project, I'm Not Your Superwoman, really made me take a look at some of the unhealthy habits I had. I'm juggling eight balls, and I'm, I'm everything for everybody, but you can't be everything for everybody until you're something for yourself. When Dr. King died, the movement still had to go on. And that is something I think about a lot. If something happened to me, things would still have to happen. So why not take pauses like COVID gives us a pause where we have to take care or at least recognize those things that are are around us.
2: Excellent. Definitely excellent. And we we definitely all uh, should be just – absorbing uh, every bit of this time that we have uh, away from uh, just the, the the craziness that, you know, we encounter on a daily basis. Uh, everything's just so ramped up all the time, you know, and, you know, it seems like the media is still, you know, t- uh, attempting to try to make it so ramped up. But, you know, in reality, you know, you, you can, you know, have this journey to peace, you know, and it's, it's quite remarkable that you you took that, that interest perspective um, uh, and to reflect on, uh, on what you, you know, what you needed to do. Uh, I, I like that. You know, I like that a lot. Um, uh, what was this, was any, any part of this, um, you know, sort of like a, a healing, you know, um, you know, for, for any old things, you know, and, 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 and as, as we read uh, through, uh, through your journal, um, uh, will, will we, you know, will we be able to duplicate, you know, this, this similar thing?
1: So to be transparent, absolutely. There, sometimes we have remnants of things that we think we have, um, <laughs> dealt with.
2: Yeah.
1: And sometimes we have not. And doing this project, there were some remnants and some things that I had to really, um, be willing to work because one of the things I learned about uh, my doing my TEDx and going through the process of healing after uh, my brother's death was there were remnant I had to get that out of me and mm-hmm. sometimes you can't drink it away you can't have sex with it you can have sex with as many people as you want but you still have to face what you're trying to get yourself away from right. and eventually your body remembers what your mind forgets it's going to come back and you're going to have to deal with that thing Um, for me personally I can share for me it's food so if I'm stressed I'm gonna eat but I eat when I'm happy I meet when when I'm when I'm sad and then it catches up with me I was like oh my pants are tight (laughs) and it's that is the way I deal or cope that's the better word I cope that's how I cope and it forces me to take a look at what am I running from? And so there were some things that um, I, I talked about and one of the pieces um, in my journal uh, is the turning point. And I just talked about one day, it just so many things were happening within that day that one day I just cried and it was just, I cried and It was a multiple things and multiple reasons why I cried. But what was great about it, I was processing and it started to, I'm not your superwoman. And um, so it starts, one of the things I said, one day I cried, cried for so many reasons, privately and alone. I cried because I was tired. I cried because I had lost passion. I cried because my keys to life had become negative. I cried because I could not help. I cried because I was not chosen. I cried because I could not be seen, no matter how much I gave, even the most sacred parts of me, my heart. I cried because I believed I was not enough. I cried grieving past wounds. Sounds of wounded music took over my spirit. Cried for the little girl who believed and was now disappointed. She had no more fight left. The fight had made its way to her heart, and it hurt. I cried until everything was empty, surrendering, and the kiss of peace came. One day I cried. One day I decided to let go and choose peace. So uh, that was my truth. And one thing about me, you get, I process through art. So a lot of times you get my truth. I can't ask you to give your, I'm I'm that type of teacher. I can't ask you to go where I'm not willing to go.
2: Right. Wow, that's that's talk about you know being a leader that leads on the front, you know, on the front of the line, and that's exactly what you're doing. And um, you know, and thank you for you know, you know, your vulnerability, you know, um, uh, and you know that 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 you know, a lot of people aren't aren't able to do that, you know, or allow allow themselves to do that, you know, and it's so much needed because it it releases you from so much, you know, um, it allows you to be free in this world and and not have to wear a mask or um you know it you know it allows you to be authentic and cleanse, you know, um, you know, from so much, you know, um, you know, because we 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 get attacked by um so so many demons and you know so many uh things that um you know we're just not you know um able to hold and you know when you can channel that in such a such a great way that you have um uh, adopted. You know, this is, you know, it's truly incredible and, and, and truly breathtaking. And it's just a blessing. Uh, we we thank you, Lakita, uh, for all you're doing.
1: Well, thank you so much. Uh, I, I say it's um, it's not just my job. I don't see this. That's why I do it in so many areas of my life. It's, it's really truly my ministry. And I'm just grateful that uh, God chose me to be able to carry it in birth birth it a lot of times it's not what I want to do I was like you want me to talk about what no I can't but I truly believe that no one can hold over you what you don't hold over yourself a lot of times Mm. we just have to forgive ourselves and recognize we're imperfect we are super we're not super women or men we don't have superhero powers our bodies give out we our hearts hurt (laughs) we're human Mm. and we forget that sometimes
2: Definitely. And I always have to remind myself, <laughs> I, you know, you, you, sometimes you got to literally just say that out loud, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you, you got to write it and sometimes you got to say it out loud. You got to, you know, say, you know, everything's okay, you know, um, but you know, at the same time, take care of yourself, you know, um, you know, you got to tell yourself to take care of yourself. Don't wait for somebody else to tell you, you know? Um, so, you know, I, I, I agree with you so much, you know, um, you know so, so you know, do us all the favor as we windle down here, you know, um I wish I could just hold you forever you know? and <laughs> um <laughs> I mean because you 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 know you you got so much wisdom and you you know and and in, in such such depth, you know um you know about you, you know there's so many layers to peel behind here uh and and you know you have you know if we took took all that you have to offer you know, and, and, and try to fill it in one bus, we, they, they'll be calling the whole bus company and, and other bus <laughs> companies around the country. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, incredible. Um, so, yeah, do us a favor. Tell us where we can, you know, find more information about you, you know, social media contacts, you know, uh, find a book and all of that great stuff.
1: Well, if you would like to order my journal, you can go to ketalife, K E Y T A L I F E, dot org, um, www.ketalife dot org. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm always posting, um, pos- you know, in- introducing amazing people in the community at ketalife underscore. Um, and you can follow me on there, uh, my Facebook page. I, but I post more on Instagram. You can follow my Facebook page at Lakita Denise Caldwell. But, um, yeah, those are the ways that you can follow me.
2: Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you so much, Lakita. Uh mm-hmm. So, uh, do me a, f- a favor if you if you like if you gotta run you can you can run or if you can hold the line just briefly. While yes, I, I can the hold show. the line. Okay, nice, okay. nice. Okay, so uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, and um, sometimes boys and girls that uh, tend to listen with their parents, um, we thank you all for listening and do us a favor and just share this wonderful recording episode with a family member, a friend. A uh, cousin, uncle, and even a friend of me. If we want your friend of me to uh, become your friends. They will appreciate you so much after they hear this wonderful information that was presented here today. Uh, Lakita is definitely a gem. Uh, you know, she is someone you want to just uh, support and definitely, you know, stay stay contacted with. Uh, make sure you check out all of the information that was you know presented here today, uh, including the social media contacts, which will be available in the episode description. Uh, so uh, this is the Transform You Live show, the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power, of optimism, hope, and faith from experts like Lakita Caldwell. Uh, I am your host, Marcus Hart. Until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love.